Hello and welcome to Bright Wings, children's books to make the heart soar. I am your host, Charity Hill. The purpose of this conversation is to help mothers and fathers identify books that will liberate their children to embrace truth, goodness, and beauty. Well, at 20 minutes to seven this morning, I took a picture of my four children and my husband as they all left for school. Summer is finally over here at Bright Wings Children's Books, and I'm a little sad and a little excited for everything that's coming up. Suddenly, I'm alone in the house with my microphone and our dog. I want to get nostalgic. I want to get a little bit sad. So I need to just remember, I want to just tell you, we had a beautiful summer. I remember back in the summer seminar podcast, I talked about what I wanted to give my children this summer. And and we did. We had a lot of time outside. I'm so grateful for that. A lot of time hiking and at pools, playing in water. Some good books, some good reading, some good audio books, and time with friends. So I need to remember, and time with cousins. Gosh, we had some really great times with cousins. So that that is just the most beautiful kind of summer. So um, it really has been beautiful, and I'm trying to remember my gratitude for all these beautiful things, even though the house is dead quiet. And that makes me a little sad. I don't know about you, but I struggle to appreciate the gift of the moment, uh, the gift I've been given right now. So it's lovely that the house is quiet. Um, and three weeks ago, I could have done with a little more quiet. Uh, three weeks ago was like the tough point in the summer for me. So, but this is, this is wonderful and I'm glad to be back recording. So today I wanted to share with you in this quick podcast, four books that are charming, that help us embrace the gift of the moment that we are experiencing right now, this back to school moment. I just want to say a little bit about that moment. So think through this with me. What's been occurring to me in this lead up to school is that the beginning of a school year for kids is like even more important in the life of a child than New Year's is for an adult. It's so concretely new. There's something familiar about it. And then there's so many unknowns. There's so much possibility. And there's, you know, a lack of certainty about how it's all going to play out. It's an opportunity to really grow. And you, you kind of, you know, when you ratchet it up with each grade, you know, a little bit more and a little bit more is expected of you. And the circumstances, you know, are so, are so concrete. So you're, these, it's full of possibility. And these possibilities are playing out in really concrete circumstances with concrete kids in your class and concrete subjects, concrete instructors. At parent orientation for my sixth grader, my new middle schooler, ta-da! Yesterday, I heard a really inspiring talk about the purposes of education. And I thought to myself, I wish I had someone who each year expected a little more of me, someone to whom I was really accountable, was asking me to grow and develop in very specific ways. Can you tell I was one of those kids who loved school? (laughs) Uh, My kids are lucky. Our children are lucky that each year they have this concrete new beginning full of opportunity and possibility. So first, I'm going to talk about this charming book called School's First Day of School by Adam Rex. This is a picture book told from the perspective of the school. And so the school has a personality and um, gives us its opinion and perspective on things throughout this book. It opens with the school being built over the summer. And the school has a relationship with the man called Janitor who comes in and cleans and buffs. 
And the school says to the janitor, this is nice. Just the two of us. And the janitor is like, whoa, well, uh, listen, you're going to be full of kids pretty soon. He says, don't worry, though. You'll like the children. Well, the school's not so sure. He's a little worried, a little nervous. And then they come. The children come, and it's tongue-in-cheek. It says, they got everywhere. They opened all the my doors and all my lockers, and they played on the jungle gym in the school. It says, so that's what that's for. <laughs> And then classic, over by the fence, there's some bored, angry kids. And the boy with the puffy hair says, I hate school. School's really hurt by that. So later on, he uh, squirts the puffy-haired kid in the face at the drinking fountain. (laughs) He says he feels a little bad about that. And then there are just these classic moments. School has a fire alarm, and he's so embarrassed. And all the kids leave the school, turn around, go across the field, and stare at the school. The school lets them in. He throws his doors open. He says to each kid as they come in the school, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Other classic things like school says they had lunch at 12 o'clock. At 1230, they had garbage. One kid told a funny joke and another kid laughed so hard that milk came out his nose. And then at three o'clock, the parents came back to pick up the kids. And at 330, janitor came back to pick up school. Such a great, such a funny, warm-hearted book that celebrates the structures and routines of our school days. Next, for my homeschooling friends and family, I want to share with you a book you probably already know. But even if you don't homeschool, this book is really fabulous. It's called This Is My Home, This Is My School by Jonathan Bean. In this picture book, the little boy, the protagonist of the story, shows us that points to his house and says, this is my home. And, he's, and he says, this is my school. And he, he says, confused? Here, let me explain. And on one page, he says, these are my sisters and this is my mom. And on the facing page, he says, these are my classmates and this is my teacher. And he explains his educational situation in terms that that uh, someone going to a traditional brick-and-mortar school would understand, but at the same time, it's very clear that this family is doing something different. They're doing their schoolwork on the floor, on the table, on the couch. They say, this is our classroom, and it's the basement or the kitchen table or by the piano. Oh, and there's also another image of them outside, and this is also our classroom. They say, we have a lot of classrooms, he explains. I love this because it shows that learning is happening at all these different points. It's a really rich educational environment. It also shows how busy and messy life homeschooling can be. It shows how the mom is hanging laundry on the line while the kids are playing outside during quote-unquote recess, as the boy explains. It also shows the parents beautifully cooperating in their children's education. So the mom gets uh, kind of burnt out and the dad comes. He's the... He's they they call him their substitute teacher and he leads him in shop class and in PE. When lots of kids come over, they um, work on the land, on um, the orchard, on mowing the yard, on working in the field and in the garden. So homeschool moms, especially if you don't have this book, you need a copy. I've I've heard of homeschooling moms cry over this book because finally someone understands. Another back to school picture book that I enjoy is by Jacqueline Woodson. It's called the day you begin. Together with the illustrations, we have an up-close experience of uh, kids who are entering a new social situation. So it's a great book for the schooled and the homeschooled as we enter into these new situations with friends, with um, homeschooling groups or classes. 
And we're trying to figure out a way to be brave in our new social situations and our new social groups. These illustrations by Rafael Lopez bring us right up close to the experience of Angelina as she uncertainly walks into a new classroom and wonders how she will um, ever find her place there when everyone looks just a little different than her and their stories seem more fabulous than her own. So the phrase, the day you begin, ends up being a refrain in the story. So on the day you begin to be brave enough to be yourself and tell your story, you this allows you to connect with others. And in Woodson's words, the world opens up and makes a little space for you. The book talks about how books and lunches and stories are where you begin to see that everyone has something a little like you and something else so fabulously not quite like you at all. I like how this book gives beautiful images and kind of a beautiful how-to for the socially hesitant child. It gives them a, a way to think about navigating these social relationships and that they're worth knowing and that they need to be brave enough to share their story without measuring themselves against others. And then one last goofy book recommendation is one called Punctuation Takes a Vacation by Robin Pulver. In this case, it's a story about being back to school and learning punctuation on a hot on a hot summery day. And the teacher offhandedly says, let's let punctuation take a vacation. And so all the kids go out to recess and all the punctuation marks leave and go on vacation to take a break lake. What kind of problems do the school children have since punctuation has taken a vacation? So the kids are in school. Punctuation is on vacation and the punctuation marks send them postcards, hilarious postcards. I highly recommend this as a really fun way to explore punctuation if you're learning it in a homeschool setting or in a classroom. Perhaps once the children have have learned their punctuation fairly well, maybe when they're at like 60% of, of your teaching, then reading this book would probably be a really funny experience. Funnier because you understand the importance of punctuation. My favorite version of this is the book itself because of the visuals and the voice, the audio version that's done by John Beach. He gives all the different punctuation marks their own voice. For example, the quotation marks are very talkative. <laughs> So they're like, yakety, yakety, yakety. <laughs> Love it. I hope you've enjoyed this quick podcast on back to school books. I've really enjoyed sharing a couple of my little favorites around here with you. I hope that it puts a little heart into you for this new beginning, this new school year. For these first two weeks of school, I'm going to try to practice gratitude and courage for the little things. Also, big goal this year, getting up before my kids instead of at the same time. I know, rookie, right? But this year, I'm going to do it. That's my school year's resolution. Mm-hmm.